Music and fun. Miskin Radio. This is the show where we bring you guests from comedy, acting and music with live performances and all the new music I have for you in the next hour is from your local area. So my first guest tonight is comedian Jerry Shack. Hello, Jerry. Hello, how are you? Reasonable. Reasonable in the weather. I cannot tell. Yes, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, goodness me. No, you're not from here, are you? Clearly no, not. No. Um, and our musician in the session is Aid Lewis. Uh, welcome, Aid. Thank you very much. I would say, how are you? But we've just found out. Well, you know what? It's always really awkward <laughs> when someone asks me uh, like, if I'm all right, because I'm like, if I say I'm bad, what does that do for the rest of the show? Mm. It's going to be a bit awkward, isn't it? So you know what? I'm having a terrible day. Anyway, let's move on. Let's play some music. It's just never going to work. Um, so we've got the guests in. Uh, as for you, get in touch with us on Twitter using the hashtag TheKPSessions and see what we're up to throughout the show on Instagram and Snapchat. There's loads of photos tonight. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Canadian comedian uh, Jerry Shack. Uh, now, you talk a lot about fatherhood on stage. Um, what happened when you set, sat in on your children's class at school? Well, I don't want to give the impression that I'm the world's worst father. I think I'm second. Uh, there's one really bad one in Uzbekistan somewhere. I met him. He was terrible. But yeah, I, I had to go. They have this thing in uh, North America. As I think as anyone can tell, I'm not from anywhere around here. But I had to go visit their school one day as a local, you know, is what fathers do to see what they did in their classroom. So they're actually in their classroom. So I go and I check in at the main office. And, and of course, they asked me, what grade are they in? Being uh, the great father that I am, I had no clue. I had no clue what grade they were in. And they're getting a little nervous. They're thinking, are you really the father? Okay, then you know the name of the teacher. <laughs> you must be kidding. And then they said, well, what are their names? And I actually hesitated <laughs> for a minute. And they thought, I thought they're going to call the police because I had to go like, are their names? What are their names? So I, I got the names finally squared away. And I found out one of them had actually graduated, left the school three years ago. That is fantastic news. I was like, wow, I am so happy for him. Uh, but then I go into the classroom, right, and you're sitting there in these desks. And at this point, I think it was like uh, they're like eight years old. They're these little, like, early grades. Or I, I can barely sit there, and everybody's looking at me. Everybody's looking at me like, and I'm thinking, why am I here? And they would ask questions, and I would put my hand up thinking, well, I, could, I, I think I know the answers <laughs> to these things. And they go, no, no, you're just to observe. Well, I, hello. Uh, this was, uh, this was a long time ago, for those who don't know. They, they didn't have, like, social media, so I, they couldn't just tape it, send it to me. So, and all in all, it turned out that I, they just went, uh, they said from now on, if you, if your father doesn't have to come. So that worked out just beautifully for me. But it's not, it's not the only thing um, that you think Dad should avoid. No, the other thing is from, right from the beginning. Right from the beginning, they say you should go into the delivery room so you can help your partner. And, 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 all, and they put me in this garb so I look like a doctor. It's the only time my mother was ever proud of me. <laughs> and uh, you know, so they dress me up like a doctor, and I'm standing there. And I go, uh, doctor, what am I supposed to do? She says, you're going to coach your wife to breathe. And, and, and this is not a good time to make jokes. Just for future reference, if this happens to you, so I make a joke. I go, breathe. But <laughs> she's not that stupid. She knows how to breathe. And uh, well, it didn't go over well. And uh, she starts yelling at me like, you know, you did this to me. It's your problem. I'm in this mess. You did this. And being that I was involved with the legal profession for a little while, I said, we actually have no proof that I did this to you. So I got out of it that way. <laughs> Uh, and, 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 you know, like, so she's going through a lot of pain. It's, tr it's tremendous pain, the kind of pain that men can, you know, like, I get a cut and I'm crying. Yeah, I'm and, with you there. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. It's awful. And I hear she mm -hmm. is like, it's, I, I thought I'd give her my hand, and now I have a, a fake hand because <laughs> she pulled it right off. It's amazing the strength she had. 
And then that, as a child's coming out, you know, it's a wonderful miracle, and, and the doctor goes, you want to cut the cord? And I'm thinking, well, this is like do-it-yourself comes to the <laughs> delivery room. This is great. And if I can save some money, I'll do it. Um, but, yeah, because uh, you have to pay, don't you, in America? It's so America, <laughs> yes. But those people around here think, what, what do you mean, pay? Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, yes, I had to put my kid on American Express to get him out. So, you know, can you imagine that? Yeah, yeah. It's American Express, uh, and, and I can take my child home. And if I had known what he would turn out to be, I would have just left him. But you, you can't do that. So that that's something else men should do. There's many things, but that's I was no help. Wow. And and you've been over uh, over here from Canada for six months. Originally from Canada, you've lived in New York. What like? Are there any language differences that you pick up on? Uh, well, with yes, British people, you don't. I mean, not you. Here, you obviously speak, but there are certain parts of the country, I, I, the United Kingdom, I won't mention specific, Scotland, but that uh, speak a completely, <laughs> they only use, I found, six letters. They, I think they're the vowels in one consonant, because I would do many shows in America, New York, and many folks from Scotland and would ask me questions, and, and I would be like, and I'm like, that's what I'm hearing. I'm like, I no, that's not English. That's not. Don't lie to me. That's not. English. I know you come from near England, which invented the language. But you know, we have 26 letters, and I would suggest you start using some more than this six of them. So I, I got in a lot of trouble with that, of course, because they would, you know, like yell at me, and you know, I didn't know if they were yelling at me. I didn't know what they were saying. It was probably telling me I was the greatest person in the world. But uh, so that that was the problem. And there's other things too, like certain words, like. They should have that on, when you get off the plane, they should have a thing, like these are words you should never use here. Like, I, I'll give you an example. I was beside a family of uh, four Americans and they, they were giving stuff to their kids and one of them said, Here's our, hey kids, don't forget your fanny pack. And, and the staff all around them went, like froze, they froze. And I'm thinking, wow, these people are fashionistas. They know this looks really <laughs> stupid on you. And I had no idea what the word meant. I mean, talk about the other side of the ocean, the other side, I mean, that, that was, it was wrong. And, <laughs> It was just wrong. I mean, we didn't know. We're all like, what? Uh, and, and then I also notice you don't finish what you start to say. It's like you're out of breath. It's uh, like I go to a place and I said, oh, oh, uh, young lady, what do you do? She says, oh, I go to uni. And I'm like waiting for it to finish. Uni cycle, uni vision, uni what? Uni what? What uni? What's That's a uni? So she goes, university. Oh, like it would hurt you to finish that. <laughs> And then I go into place, I said, uh, oh, it's kind of warm in here. Oh, we'll put on the air con, air con. Why, why do you stop? Why are you stopping? Like, it, it would hurt you to say air conditioning and, and sat for nav. An life, I think. And sat nav. It's like, <laughs> I've said, when we shorten things in North America, we shorten it. Air conditioning, AC, short, very short. It's like, we're not playing games here. Air con. Let's stop it right now. Air con. Air con. You know, like, come on. Give me a break. We, we'd go the whole way. And then uh, university, well, nobody goes there, so we don't really call it anything. Uh, lucky <laughs> or broke because we have to pay. I think you pay here too, don't you? Oh, we're not getting into that. We're not yeah, getting no. into the university. Because uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. uh, my kid is now finishing off at, at, a, at a university in Florida, and we're going broke. And but but that, that but that's what I've noticed with the language and and, and other things like that. But it, it just that that start and stop of the word. It's like you know, like I don't hope you do with everything you do. I, that's all I'm just saying. I'm with you that on the language. Australians are very similar. When I uh, went to Australia and I uh, I lived with a couple of guys who were Australian, obviously, uh, went into the shop and um, I was trying to locate flip flops. And I actually had to walk in the shop and ask for a fongs. Where were your fongs? That's what they call them out there. They do, they yes. Do. Very, yes, very, I, uh, I do know that, yeah. Well, yeah, that's so stupid because that's what they call them in North America. Oh, too. really? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, well, which again can have a very different connotation, and we're not going to get into that. Yeah, but, uh, 
Yeah, but every little area. I mean, you expect differences, but I, I expect when someone shortens a word, they're going to like GPS, sat nav. It's, it's, but in, in America, it's global positioning systems, which is shortened to GPS. GPS is short. Mm. You know, it's not like global sis, you know, <laughs> stop. I'm like, what? Just no, stop. And, but I, I'm learning. I'm learning. And, you know, and, and we all know about the tube and the subway. The other thing I get in trouble with is sports because, uh, Football in America is very different from football here. Soccer. Yes, yes. So, and, of course, people are angry if I say soccer here. So I go football, and it's American football. And then if I'm talking to somebody, and I'm talking about the two sports together, it gets so confusing. I'm going, football, not that football. And being from Canada, you call it ice hockey. And, and no Canadian says ice hockey. Just hockey. It's hockey. Mm. In fact, I was so excited because I saw this thing on a map. It said hockey. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go over it. But where's, there's no rink. It just looks like a big field. <laughs> field hockey. Yes. That's why we call it field hockey. So that's a little confusing. But I was so excited. I was so happy. And I was so disappointed to find out they were, like, running around in skirts. Um, <laughs> That's just Scottish. Uh, anyway, so uh, uh, this is a uh, comedian Jerry Shack, and we've got our Aid Lewis. Aid's going to be performing uh, two live songs. Another mm -hmm. Kent musician we've had uh, in live session, and uh, we've got loads of Kent music to play for you as well, including a new song from Jack Clark here on Miskin Radio. So that is a new artist to the show. His name is Jack Clark. The track is Argyle Road. He's from Seven Oaks, um, and he's got a, we've got a world exclusive from him next week, so he's given us a song, uh, a brand new single of his that no one on earth has ever played before. We are the first show on earth to play uh, next week, the Kieran Paul Sessions here on Miskin Radio, so we've got that to look forward to. Uh, right now in the studio, we've got a Canadian comedian, Jerry Shack, and Aid Lewis. Aid's uh, another Kent musician, and he's going to be doing a couple of live songs for us. Um, now, you've got an album coming out very soon. That's very true, yes. Let's tell us about it. So the album is called Empathy and Ecstasy. And um, I've probably been doing music about four, maybe four and a half years. And I've tried, you know, as hard as I could to get where I am now. Um, and the first steps was the first EP I released. And within the four years of writing the first EP and the, this current album, um, has just been kind of continuous traveling, working, you know, dead-end jobs, funding that, going back out, seeing the world, learning, you know, just how things work, different cultures, and just kind of observing for a while. So the album is purely influenced off, you know, the last four years of travelling and, you know, all different... And that's like travelling the world? Well, yeah, I mean, we, I started in Southeast Asia, so started in Vietnam, and then I met some guys from Australia. They said, why don't you come out? I'd been a chef, you know, for like four years, worked every weekend, no social life, so I had all this cash saved up. So I thought, yeah, cool. So then I moved to Australia for about five, six months, um, came back home, um, another job, <laughs> save up again and then I pretty much continued to do that for the last I'd say three and a half years now so this is the longest I've been back in the country which is a year was it a GARP year no no I didn't really do any uh, GARP years no. Um, no 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 it wasn't my kind of thing plus I don't think I was in education long enough to actually <laughs> experience the GAP <laughs> Um, and uh, an amazing thing that I, I really like about you, uh, you perform with your dad. I love this. Yes, yes, that is very true. So my dad was classically trained on the piano when he was very young. Didn't play the piano for probably about 20 years. Uh, growing up, I didn't really see much of it. Um, and then it was probably, I'd say, maybe five five years ago, he, he suddenly got back into music. And then my interest just kind of kicked off of that. Um, and then, yeah, so we'd done a duo um, we also play in a trio with a saxophone player. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's pretty cool having your dad on board. Do you and your dad compete? 
while on stage. Yes. To outdo each other. Yes, we do. Yeah. We we do it in pure ignorance so nobody would notice, but deep down we're uh, secretly <laughs> fighting each other. I feel sorry for the saxophonist. <laughs> oh, no, he, 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 he's, he's equally part of the family, so he just kind of jumps in and does the same oh, thing. Right. But it works. We don't know how. We've never had one rehearsal, Ooh. and, you know, we nice. just kind of jam it all together completely organically, and how it works, none of us could tell you. It's one of life's mysteries. <laughs> Lovely. All right. Well, let's have your uh, first life song. Yeah, awesome. This one's called Mind Games slash Nobody Cares. To run or hide well, I can't even decide Is it wrong? Is it right? I guess it's the meaning of life Although I want to sit right down and just smoke and talk And bury my head through the words that I walk Do I confront all my demons and just let go? Or are they just feelings that I should know? And oh, my mind's in the beginning I have so many keys But I can't break this chance And I just want what's for the best I want to turn the light out Do I take or do I give? Do I have faith or is it another myth? Well, do I better myself or the rest of the crowd? I'm singing my flaws and I'm singing them loud. Oh, no. Nobody cares Cause it's my problem to solve And they know it's not theirs And no, nobody cares Cause it's my problem to solve Mind game forward slash 
nobody cares. Was that uh, two songs, like, and you had two, sorry, two song titles and you just couldn't think of one, so it was like, Mind Game Slash, Nobody Cares. Yeah, I mean, it kind of had a split meaning. I mean, a part of the songs is kind of like questioning, like, what is right, what is wrong? You know, just kind of being a little bit undecisive. Do I listen to everybody else? Do I make my own way? Like, what, what goes on, you know? It was just a questioning period. And then also, like, the Nobody Cares, I was just noticing the more I was travelling that, you know, People just aren't really interested. <laughs> Although they can follow social media, like there is no tomorrow. There's real no interest and a real passion for anything anymore. There is obviously within. Yeah, I, th- I kind of see what you mean by that. Like I, um, I, I always, you know, when someone says, so, so, "Okay, so I got a haircut today." Right. Yep. And the only reason I say that is when someone gets a haircut, they usually go to their place of work or around their friends and they're worried what the people are going to think of it, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And my theory is that people don't have time to think about other people. You don't have time, do you, to worry about what someone no. else looks like. People are so obsessed with their own things. Yeah, massively. And that's not selfishness. That's just life. People are so... Mm. That they don't have time to think about, you know, you being traveling yeah, or yeah, the new haircut or the new dress. Yeah. I find that quite... quite. And if you, start, if you take that, if you start thinking, okay, like no one else... I mean, it's quite sad that no one else cares, but if you realise that no one actually cares mm. if you do get a haircut or you are wearing a new dress yeah. or you do look like bad today, you do your makeup, nobody cares, are they? They're too busy worrying yeah, about their own absolutely. thing. absolutely. Which is why the album is going to be real fun to get out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Basically, we have just shown that your marketing, you've got yeah. to improve. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It'll be on the uh, on the agenda. I'll rehearse. Good luck. Uh, okay, so uh, if you want to get in touch with us tonight, uh, get onto Instagram or Twitter. We're also on Snapchat. Just search... Uh, the hashtag the KP sessions uh, do get in touch with us and you'll also be able to have the opportunity to watch your Aid Lewis's second live song because we're going to put it live on Facebook live so you can watch it as well as listening to it um, and that's on the Miskin Radio Facebook page that's M-I-S-K-I-N that will be in around about 10 minutes time right now we've got a brand new track from a band called Elucia uh, and they're from Medway and it's called Please Hello my name's Alana Hazard and I'm a singer-songwriter you're listening to the Kieran Paul Sessions Miskin Radio He's now going to do his second. It's on Facebook, or you can carry on listening <laughs> to it here. I'll leave it to you, Aid Lewis. Thank you. I was just clearing my throat. <laughs> uh, this song is um, going to be released in a couple of weeks as a video, and it's called Just Let Me Go. Well, I'm done, and this ship has sealed. This ship has failed us both Holding on to hope And it's time To free our wings And see new things out there Comfort was our thing And God knows our rope has broke But our mother's hope it keeps Is warm inside our souls And out there Is a big, big world And a screaming hurl of wind That can blow us all away The last time we said under the stars, well, you cried. And the last time, well, I let you did in the eye, well, I lied. It was me, and it wasn't you, 
things that I needed to do But I can't even love myself So how can I love you? And just let me go Catches up and done. I said I'm done. My heart goes on, you see, but it's needed somewhere else. And health and take care of yourself. That is Just Let Me Go, uh, live here in session by Aid Lewis. And uh, thank you for those watching on Facebook, getting involved on Facebook. Um, and yeah, that was Just Let Me Go. We're going to be chatting more to Aid Lewis. Uh, we're going to be hearing a, st- a very terrible story about a, a terrible, like, terrible gig that you had to endure. Mm. Uh, we're going to be hearing a, 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 that story. And we're going to be hearing more, of course, from our Canadian comedian, uh, Jerry Shack, right here on Miskin Radio. We're going to play this now, though. This is Full Marks with X Factor. So that is Full Marks uh, with the track X Factor. Now, uh, we've got something special coming up in the next few weeks. So basically, Full Marks will be performing here live in two weeks as part of the celebration of our 100th live session. So today was our 97th. Next week is our 98th. Or Filler, the band or Filler are here. And then 
the following week on the 23rd we've got two artists we've got Alana Hazard and we've got Full Marks they're going to be performing the 99th and 100th live sessions here on the Kieran Paul Sessions so that's two weeks time putting in your diary two artists in session the 99th and 100th on Wednesday the 23rd of August now it's time for this little beauty worst jobby wobby worst jobby wobby worst 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 jobby wobby worst jobby wobby worst so this is Worst Jobby Wobby, where our guests talk about basically just the worst, weirdest, most peculiar jobs they've ever done. Because artists from, from music, from acting, from comedy, from sort of all sorts, tend to do peculiar jobs to enable them to carry on doing their art. So, Jerry Shack, please tell us about your Worst Jobby Wobby. Well, my Worst Jobby Wobby, it had to be, this is going back in time, I, I was about 19, 20 years old. And I was the long hair hippie generation, hated the establishment, everything had to change, the man was bad, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I got a job at a country club, of course. Uh, I was trying to infiltrate. I had my reasons, people. I had my reasons. But, I mean, it was so bad. I, was, I basically was the guy who went around the clubhouse giving out towels, giving them food. And I can remember one guy said, he goes, boy, come here and take my shoes and clean them. I'm looking at him like, I just, you know, I'll clean them. But I was like, I can't imagine what I was thinking. And, I, and you may be thinking, well, why be so stupid to take that job? Well, the family got it for me. And I was going through a lot of tough times because they th said I would amount to nothing. Ha <laughs> ha. They were right. But they're dead, so it doesn't matter. The point is... <laughs> Uh, that was probably my most <laughs> peculiar job ever was working at a clubhouse uh, looking, you know, and I, I had the long hair and they were all short, neat business guys. It was very peculiar, very. So the, like you lit the most anti-establishment man and you went to the most establishment type. I mean, I, I could, if I got a job at a bank, it couldn't have been worse. Mm. You know, it was just, I, I don't know what, it didn't last very long. Now, so for some of you who think, wow, did you turn it into a career? Three days, yes, and then I was gone. <laughs> Were you sacked or did you leave? No, I left. I no. left. I don't think they... Uh... Are they did they know you left? Or no, they, they actually I got a call three weeks ago saying, <laughs> are you coming for your check? And uh, I said, yes. And the guy's shoes still haven't been cleaned? No, I, no they, they were definitely not clean, and I don't care. I think, <laughs> you, went, I think you left with the upper hand there. Oh, I definitely... I mean, I changed the world. <laughs> the world is a better... You people... You have you can sleep at night because what I sacrifice for you. You're welcome. Um, you are, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, thank um, you, thank you. Um, oh, sorry, yeah, thank you. Sorry, I, I, well, how yeah, disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Aid Lewis is thank you. Sorry, and thank I got you. a haircut thank too, you, by Josh. the way. Thank, so uh, there what you today? Go. Did you get a haircut today? Yeah, as well? It's too late now. Oh, <laughs> did you really? Nobody yes. noticed. <laughs> oh, it looks great. It's kind of uh, hard to so, tell, isn't uh, it? Uh, let's move on very quickly. Uh, no, it looks <laughs> it looks all right. Um, Aid Lewis. Um, now, what happened at your your second ever gig? My second ever gig was, it, it, well, you're naturally nervous, you know, on, on your second gig. And you kind of, you're in a position where, you know, you question everything. Right, what do I do? Do I sing too loud? Do I go for it? What do I do? All these questions are firing off in your head. And we pulled up to this place, which obviously is unnamed. And um, we, we, we kind of arrived and, you know, we, we got greeted by, um, you know, a few people in and around the smoking area that we went through. And the pub itself was absolutely ram-packed, you know. It's, it, I thought, okay. Well, I need to really up my uh, up my standards here after the second gig, and um, basically, so we we've set up, you know, we've done a little sound check, and you know, I was with my dad as well, we were playing piano, and uh, we turned around and looked at each other, we grabbed a beer, and we're like, oh, actually, you know, this could turn out okay, and then 
you know, all of a sudden, somebody announced that the pub opposite was doing a free buffet. So everybody in the whole entire pub left in order to get a free buffet. <laughs> so we performed an hour and a half to a lady who didn't speak any English behind the bar who was just clapping and, you know, pouring, you know, copious amounts of alcohol. And, um, yes, that was it. So we ended up doing an hour and a half. And, you know, second gigs go, it, it was enough for an early retirement. But, you know, here I am, I, I pursued. So, yeah, that was the worst. So did worst someone gig. come into the pub and say it? Yeah, well, I mean, we weren't sure how it got around, but it got around so quickly. And I, I believe someone came through the front door and was um, and obviously told somebody. That got spread around. And then we noticed a large group leave first. And then I actually heard, whilst having a cigarette, they've got free buffer over the road. And they were like, oh, have they? Perfect. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go there then. Cheers. Have a good gig. <laughs> we're playing too. Your dad was just desperately like buttering sandwiches, yeah. thinking, right, let's come on. Come on. We can do this too. We can do this too. <laughs> we can win this. Chicken satays. Mums go to Iceland. Dreams. I, lo- I like the idea of like there being so like one pub, one side of the road, and then the pub that you were in the other side of the road. And then someone from that first pub just thinks, right, how can we advertise? I know. Mm. Let's infiltrate the other pub. But and get know, them to come you know here. what? We can knock it all we like. It worked. That's guerrilla <laughs> marketing, if ever I've heard. I know. It worked. It shouldn't have, and I wish it didn't, but, you know, it, it was it, it was a rehearsal. Maybe it was some, someone's way of saying that you're not quite ready yet. The worst gigs, <laughs> like the worst, um, like when, uh, say, England are on the telly in the pub. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. Be- like, because everyone's there. Yeah, And then as soon as the, the full-time whistle goes, everyone goes. Yeah. It's even worse trying to set a band up halfway like through the football match, you know, and like everyone's getting angry. It's just like, why didn't you plan this and do it after the football match rather than everyone just staring at you ready for a scrap? Then, yeah, as you said, final whistle goes, they're like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, don't worry about the band, we'll, we'll leave. Jerry, have you ever done any gigs like that? Oh, God, yes. Uh, <laughs> doing comedy with a television going behind you. Yeah. It's like, I, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, are you people insane? There's a television on and they go oh yeah we can't turn it off i can yeah <laughs> i can turn it off i mean and and i've yeah. i've done those kind of gigs where there's like one person left yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. For, and you just basically it's not really uh, to me that's not stand-up anymore it's just really having a conversation it's with somebody. Exactly. it's just a one-on-one know, like, yeah, oh, it's a bit hi, of a hostage situation why don't we go somewhere we'll have a beer together and, I'll, and you can buy me a beer and i'll be making much better i mean it's just yeah those happen all the time and you always wonder why am i doing this but yes, it's happened. <laughs> and yet we still find ourselves doing it again and again. It's like an a, addiction of some kind. It is an addiction. It is. It, it is really an addiction. Is. I think you kind of have to have that kind of creative influence within you to actually just pursue it. <laughs> you realize, yeah, yeah, most people would never get on a stage and do no, what no. we do. No, exactly. They, you know, like they've done a study and they said people would rather be the uh, for a eulogy or be in the coffin. Yeah. They'd rather be in the coffin. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, that is, but that's incredible. And yet here we are, not only trying to talk and entertain, we're trying to entertain them. Yeah. And, but sometimes the disrespect, you know, the heckling I've had, mostly friendly heckling, but sometimes I had one person stormed out of a room. She said, he's talking about children and I cannot have children. That's insulting. I'm like, what? (laughs) You know, you know, it's insulting. You're insane and you're here. (laughs) That's insulting. Yeah, no, I think she, she should have left. Yeah, yeah. She she deserved to leave. The gateway to your community, Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. Thank you for downloading. If you get your podcast on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. And also, on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. 
and on Facebook there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye bye.